and Tori. And we are live from the Gold Coast on the eve of the American election. Do, do, do. So <laughs> we know tension has been running high, mm-hmm. like even all the way in Australia, we can't just we can't stop checking the news. Coverage, like yeah. my partner's been checking it like every hour as if he's like watching a sports game <laughs> right now. My flatmate is betting on it. So he is playing it as a sports um, game. And we know that it's a super heavy, super serious time. Like you can just, you can feel it. You can yeah, feel it so heavy strongly. Yeah, it's heavy in the air. Um, so what we're trying to do, because it's already, it's almost 9 p.m. and we're recording this, which mm. is pretty late for even it's us. But like, recorded, yeah. Yeah, but it just, it doesn't feel like we're going to sleep very well tonight no. anyways. And so we thought um, we're going to be here in solidarity and camaraderie and try and investigate all this craziness from a whole other angle. Yeah. So, um, and give you hopefully a good distraction, like amongst all the madness. Um, the thing that we wanted to talk about today is the fifth dimension. If anyone has heard about that, it sounds very woo woo and sci-fi, but <laughs> it, well, it is woo woo if ways. you read the descriptions yeah. and stuff, but something has been changing, right? People say, what is this year? 2020? Mm. Like, everything has been flipped on its head right and covid like actually i feel like the election is like a culmination of covid yeah. in, a, in a strange way um it's just been the most upside down mm-hmm. year and all the rules are changing everyone like people's thinking is different everyone yeah. is kind of stepping outside these different boxes and being forced to deal yeah, with things and they I never would have thought they'd have to deal with. Yeah, question things. And, yeah. Um, and so we didn't really like we've heard stuff in like the spiritual realm about realm about the fifth dimension, but we didn't really know exactly what it, what it like is when you said it. I was like, yeah. And then when I actually looked it up, I was like, wait, do I know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, okay, let's investigate this fifth dimension and try and like break it down for ourselves and for our listeners. Just take it kind of away from that, like. Mm oh higher than thou stuff and see like is this actually happening are we shifting into a fifth dimension what is a dimension like what does that look like for us and can it explain this madness that is tonight Mm -hmm. and that is all of these things (laughs) so that's what we have in store for you guys tonight and it's gonna be fun yes it (laughs) is so how has your week been tori my week has been pretty good actually um, I'm in the middle of a six week meditation course. So every Tuesday I've been going to this like yoga studio in Palm beach and learning more about meditation. And at first I was like, I don't know if I'm learning a lot <laughs> in some ways. Cause I think I have done some of it. So I like, no, but it's actually been so nice to just like have that to go to each week and have the hour and a half scheduled time. Yeah. Scheduled time and just have someone like guide you and show you different techniques and stuff. And then part well, of when else would you also spend no, an hour and a half meditating never, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it was like, them trying to get you to help you to start a daily practice so you're supposed to try and do it like 10 minutes every day and now it's supposed to be 15 minutes every day because it's like yeah. halfway through um and it's just been it's been good motivation because I've been trying to meditate like fairly regularly for a while but I think having the course helps me actually do it and mm-hmm. I think it's so good for this time where everything seems so up in the air and stressful and it's just good to take that time for myself and just like focus on breathing and it's not like I'm a hardcore like expert meditator and like you don't have to be to do it either literally I don't even have like a designated place or time that I do it yeah. like I'll just do it wherever and whenever I have the time but it's just yeah it's really good to sit down and just breathe and like be with yourself and just focus on yeah that like 
peaceful calm energy <laughs> yeah it's probably nice to do that too yesterday right before today yes, and all the, the hecticness actually i haven't read this book but mm. i started listening to a podcast where they were interviewing the guy who wrote the book atomic habits so now i really want to read oh. it and one of the things that i heard them talk about was that they were saying if you want to incorporate something into your life you have to like stack it onto another habit and that's the best way so i think like with meditation it'd be like every morning i brush my teeth and then i meditate for 10 minutes but like you wouldn't just be like i'm just gonna meditate now for 10 minutes every morning it's like no you have to you have to put it after or before something that you already always do and then that will give you a much higher chance of of like success having yeah which i thought was cool yeah but if i had actually read the book i I feel like i've definitely been like maybe i should actually put a structure to it but right now i'm kind of like just being like i'm on the beach i'm gonna meditate like i'm just like in my room i'm gonna meditate but it's a lot more likely that i'd just like not do it or forget to do it (laughs) in those cases i love i've been riding down to the beach Mm. which is like just a five minute ride from my house now and i always like bring my journal and then i just sit down well, I go for a swim, I go in the yeah. water and it's just so nice. It's like a cleansing. And then I come out and I sit on my towel and I try and get like a little bit of sun, like early, it's like yeah. 5am or 6am in the morning and just dry off a little bit. And then I'll write in my journal and I'll meditate for yeah. like five minutes or something. Oh, and also a good thing for meditation. Like we both have these beautiful mala beads that Alex got us in Bali. Um, but you don't have, like you can just use any beads or anything and just counting the beads and like breathing for each bead is helpful because that gives you structure and it's easy to and just And there's 108 do beads, right? Yeah. On each yeah. mala necklace. Or so then you like don't have to think too much and you can just kind of get into that rhythm of, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think having a place or like making a cozy corner, yeah. especially if you're in lockdown and stuff and now. And you're going you, into winter. Like make your sacred space. Yeah, get a like nice plush pillow and like some mm-hmm. nice candles and plants. Like make a real corner. Yeah. And then the more that you do it, it um that corner or like yeah. that space or whatever is gonna hold that energy and that vibration. Yeah. And it'll like help you get into it faster when you go and sit there mm. and yeah, it's just nice like creating your own little oasis. It's a great idea. Yeah. I want to do that here. I was thinking of making like a little yoga altar yeah, or something. In the you house, should. You have enough space. Yeah. Here. So that's definitely um, on the list. Yeah. How's your week? How's everything with the house? Um, it's looking good. <laughs> I'm here right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're actually it's our first recording yeah, in the house. That's we're exciting. christening the house. Yeah. The podcast. <laughs> um, well, we're moved into the second floor, which is good. But we, I just realized we don't really have any furniture. <laughs> and like very minimalist yeah and then on the first floor it's just really bare bones and we still have a bunch of reno stuff to do on the first floor but the second floor is pretty much done which Mm. is nice so um it's just been good like getting into a groove and like having a clean space and not living out of boxes yeah and getting like the closet sorted and then yeah just those morning cycles down to the beach have been so like heart filling yeah i actually do feel like i almost appreciate the beach more that we don't live on it well, it actually it it reminds me of being in Bondi, yeah. which is nice because we were like five minutes away from the yeah. beach in Bondi. And so it's that same feeling for me of like, yeah, once you get down there, you always get a little thrill. Yeah. Of like, Ooh. It's like more of a reward that you've like done a bit of work <laughs> for maybe. Um, and then in our apartment before, because we were literally on the beach, mm. it's like, and it felt like we were outside all the time almost while we were in mm-hmm. the apartment in a, in a beautiful way, but it's a different 
it's a different feeling mm. for sure. And now reading about all of this fifth dimension stuff, um, <laughs> it's it just takes me back to think about like how we even got to this place and this mm. life that we've created and so it was like so much joy and happiness and like daily pleasures yeah. and all of the things that I've always wanted. I just, I feel so grateful for it. Um, but yeah, reading about this fifth dimension stuff. So one of the things that I read was that they said that the changeover, so we have been in the third dimension for a long time. Mm. I don't actually know for how long, but a while. Um, and we'll get more into like what the third, fourth, yeah. fifth and what all of that means. But one of the things that they said was the transition began December 21st, 2012. Mm. And when I read that, I, li- <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, because that is literally the day that Tori and I left to go to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning of like the everything. rest of our lives. Yeah. yeah, it was the beginning of everything. And that is just to me so weird it was our slide ultimate sliding doors yeah come on guys like Like, (laughs) december 21st 2012 how crazy is that how do they like it's it's literally sometimes Mm. like life is a play just like written exactly for you right well and and that was the date where they like the mayans had predicted the world was going to end and it's because like all the planets are aligning in a certain way and i love that that's the day (laughs) i didn't even know that that's the day i decided to go to costa rica but for anyone who doesn't know we are going to do a podcast on costa rica soon but um that fateful first trip there just opened up our eyes and like we had our own awakening and after that nothing was ever the same again no. right that was the beginning of us moving well, we saw the to possibility yeah, moving for a to different australia life and moving, like, yeah it's just, like we saw in color for the first time like in the giver yes, book that, that's <laughs> they, exactly we viewed the world it. in black and white and then costa rica was just like and we could never go back yeah. we opened the door and that was it we could never go back and so that really hit home when i started to read about or research what this dimension yeah. and this changeover and stuff is because it really resonated with me uh yeah, but so I found there's so many articles if you just look up, are we in the fifth dimension <laughs> or like, what is the fifth dimension? Um, so yeah. one of the things that I found was they said that we third dimensional earth humans are learning, using and applying more and more fourth and fifth dimensional skills and perceptions in our lives. So and that eventually a tipping point will be reached in which these skills are considered normal. So in comparison to our third dimension earth, most higher dimensions are characterized as having less stress and suffering, more harmony and cooperation, less egocentric behavior and exploitation, more wisdom and understanding, less separation and othering, and more oneness and love. That sounds pretty awesome. (laughs) One approach associates the dimensions with the seven chakras, So our third dimensional earth is one where the third chakra, which is the solar plexus, the stomach, is, uh, if you guys don't know, the first chakra is your root chakra. It's kind of like your your base, like your coccyx. And then your second chakra is your sacral chakra, which is like your reproductive organs. Third chakra is your solar plexus. And um, so solar plexus is dominant in the consciousness of most humans. This makes sense as the third chakra emphasizes power, sorry, personal power, individualism, and control. Does that sound? (laughs) (laughs) 
What? I said hunger in your stomach. Oh. <laughs> I even like Hunger Games and I was like Hunger Games American style. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole thing, that's like capitalism, right? Mm. Um, and then a fourth dimensional earth would find most humans having a fourth chakra, which is the heart chakra, right? So that's consciousness, which is based in love, harmony, and spiritual and psychic connections. And then the reason the fifth dimension comes up is because some writings characterize the fourth dimension as a realm of lower vibration astral beings, sort of like a nightmare with monsters. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, the fifth dimension has higher vibrational beings who operate from unconditional love and oneness, which is often likened to heaven on earth or a lucid dream in which you have complete control to create anything that you want. Following this understanding, we would want to clarify or we would want to carefully bypass the fourth dimension and move directly to the fifth by developing our heart-based love energy. However, Others see the fourth dimension as being much broader than this narrow definition, as this is where we will meet and work closely with beings from other planets in our galaxy and, bo- and beyond. In the fourth dimension. Yeah. Ah. So, because everyone's saying, yeah, fifth dimension, but that we're in the third dimension. So, so it is. Like skipping <laughs> so, obviously, this description yeah. is like a super woo woo mm. description. And one of the things that I've noticed, and I think this is what's kind of puts people off about all of this mm. dimension stuff, is that. Um, there are a lot of like spiritual kind of people saying, oh, I've ascended to the, oh, yeah, this like other I'm dim- enlightened. Yeah. And- like only some people are ascending yeah. into the, to this other dimension and other people will be left behind. Right. So the, I don't think that's how it works. I think the world is ascending. <laughs> it, there's into just it like a change a in how yeah. people are seeing things, how everyone's seeing things. I think it's almost a change in vibration of the world. Yeah. And so it's, it's harder. A new wavelength. Well, it is like, you were saying if we saw everything in black and white yeah. and now we're starting to see things in color. Um, and so it's this shift that's like been hard to perceive, perceive in some ways. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it means also that everything's going to be perfect. Obviously it's no. not perfect, but it does feel like the world is opening up in some ways and like people just in well, terms of spirituality even like more people are so much more everyone says the universe yeah. like <laughs> and i feel like there's a lot of like woo woo things that are more accepted like everyone kind of knows their astrology sign and somewhat believes in it well like, and how many people are in counseling and stuff now yeah. too and like and doing yoga the self-work yeah it's just becoming so mainstream well it's so common to talk to people about your issues now <laughs> like your traumas and all of that and before it was something you would hide and yeah it's true and that's like all on the personal level and then on the broader level there's like the hashtag me too stuff mm. that's that's been happening in the last few years yeah. there's a black lives matter like all of yeah. these things are coming up and things that were okay even like five, five years, years ago, ago ten, like yeah. like it, some kind certain types of slut shaming and stuff that you wouldn't yeah. even realize you were doing are not okay now right no. and that's even when you watch like TV shows, like when I rewatched Gilmore Girls, there were a lot of kind of like fat jokes or weird things where I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so off now. Like off it's color, really, yeah. yeah, in a good way where you're like, oh, I'm glad that we've come past that. And they're like. And that's a big shift, though. Yeah, it is. A it big is. Shift. And so that's kind of something that's been building probably the la- over the last decade, I'd say. But um, it did happen. Like. It's just, yeah, we've turned over. I watched yeah. this video about Britney Spears where they were saying it was a series of clips interviews. of interviews yeah, of that. her that was like, we would never 
to be ask like this. ask this of someone yeah. now and like the pressure that she was put under constantly about her virginity and her sexuality and how she's yeah. presenting herself and people were blaming her for all these things and like that just would not fly now and she's also broken yeah. <laughs> like if you've seen any of her instagram videos those yeah hashtag free Aww. britney but um <laughs> A lot of stuff has been changing. And so the the rules seem to be different than they were before. Mm. But it's like, it's hard to see it. It's it's this yeah. something in the air, right? Definitely. Because it's not something I would have, like, yeah, it's hard to actually articulate or, like, clearly be like, yeah, of course. But then almost watching old shows, when I do that, I'm like, oh, things have changed. Because like this lot. seems so... And, like, even people re-watching Friends now a lot of the time, they're like, oh, this is, like, so many toxic relationships mm-hmm. and blah, blah, But, like, when you were younger watching it, you were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, um, mm. yeah, a lot of unawareness. Mm. And it's funny because the last time I think that this happened was in the 60s, right? Yeah, so that was like the, the last time there was that big... Yeah shift it was a big shift in in the mind and how how things functioned and how people worked right yeah. it was like uh women's, women's lib, lib and all that What's stuff that and vietnam too yeah. yeah and black panther like yeah. all this stuff was happening um so yeah we're we're in it we're in the thick mm-hmm. of it now and i think this whole idea of the fifth dimension is not just like oh now we're in contact with these other spiritual yeah. beings from above and stuff um more like it's getting back to yourself almost. yeah definitely and i think um i think covid also has been such a like well so this is the changer. thing it's right yeah. that we've had these changes happening the last few years or the last mm. decade or so and so that these shifts have been happening and now when we look back a decade ago we it's almost like you don't recognize that we even lived in that space yeah. before right um but now with covid it's like covid has been almost like an incubator right mm-hmm. with lockdowns and everything a worldwide incubator and then combine that with the internet and everyone having instagram and being able to connect yeah and not just instagram but you know in general like because well, i think with covid since it's made people stop it's normally we're just in this like rat race cycle of like go 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 you don't have time to like process anything sometimes mm-hmm. but covid has made people stop and be at home and be like oh wait what is the world what is my life like do I actually accept this? Or like, and also like, yeah. fuck, I actually have to deal with my shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like the so shit don't around this is going to be like. done. <laughs> and you have to live with yourself. You can't yeah. have the same distractions you had before. Um, that's why so many people that I know are doing like the work, right? Like that personal mm-hmm. work on themselves now and addressing their family issues. And yeah. oh, sorry. Thinking about like what their careers are, thinking about so many different things. Like everyone is going through these shifts right now and covid has is really bringing everything up the ultimate mirror to view everything that has changed Mm. so we want to go through kind of like different sections in life and in the world and how things work and then just kind of see what the changes have been but one of like the overarching themes that i noticed when we were discussing which ones we would talk about yeah is just this idea of hierarchy i don't mm. know if you describe it as hierarchy or is I there another no i think that like power and yeah. and seniority and all like of those power dynamics of of, power dynamics yeah. yeah so with in work and family and all those kinds of things i feel like there's been kind of a leveling mm. right and before like there's obviously this still exists but yeah. not to the same extent like if 
you know, with the devil wears Prada, let's say, yeah. or like those kinds of things where you have that crazy boss and you do everything that you can to like just be their slave and make yeah. it work because that's what you have to do and you have to go up the ladder and you've got to do this thing. I just feel like <laughs> that it's so like, old fashioned it's now. so outdated. old school and yeah. it's really starting to shift and the industries where that exists in that way too are, are slowly kind of starting to fade. Like even um, the publishing industry that I've worked in forever mm. with magazines and stuff, like it's all going out the window, right? Because yeah. it's a dinosaur. It's and, online. <laughs> um, and so you can see that like through work and stuff. And then also like with family and that idea, yeah. like when, when we grew up and when our parents grew up and stuff, like what your parents said and did, they controlled right. your world, right? They yeah. created the world you lived in and they told you, you know, this way's right, this way's left. And you kind of had no choice but to believe it to else. a certain extent. Yeah. Um, or if you had like a good teacher yeah. or, or a bad teacher or whatever, that they would influence your life really heavily. I think we all used to be more siloed in our families and our careers or jobs and feel like that was the world. Like it was a really small bubble that. And there was only one in. way and it was yeah. stepping forward. That yeah. was it. Like you, there was no sideways like or anything. It was just one direction to go yeah. in and you had to go in it no matter what. Right. And um, yeah, with with parents and all of that kind of stuff, like creating those worlds, things like Instagram and social media and have changed. Yeah. Like, so for you and I, I feel like what saved us when we were growing up was books yeah. right and that's why we were obsessive books readers like yeah. books and tv and we were just huge consumers of just trying of to see what other media. worlds were yeah other lives. and like reading about like everywhere yeah. all over the world at each book was like a different i loved like just finding different books about different places yeah. and then trying to understand yeah what, what life, life was, was like and i remember us discussing that too mm -hmm. right but like a lot of people didn't read books no. <laughs> so you wouldn't have that outlet and just whatever is in front of you would be the only thing that you would see and now with like instagram and and all those things it's like you can see any version of the world that you want yeah. to you can look for your tribe in any capacity like if you feel like you don't know yourself where you are yeah. you can find it online yeah and also just I think there's so much motivation seeing a lot of other people like making their own lives and being like, oh, like even if it's not the life you want, seeing so many people who are just doing their own thing and really creating their own worlds makes you be like, oh, I guess and living I can tenfold, do that yeah. yeah, in their own way and what yeah. what that means to different people and that different things are important. Not everyone wants to be Meryl, Meryl Streep's yeah. assistant in the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> not everyone, you know, not everyone wants to be the president of the United yeah. States, like. Now there's so many different options about how you can make something amazing yeah. based on you and what makes sense to you. Well, and even the whole like uni system and like that same stuff. Yeah, that's like, the other one. That, these are they're yeah. all these dinosaurs. So um, my partner, Scott, is he was doing an engineering mm. degree at a uni here. And um, it was just obviously it's like he had to do a part time and he was working full time yeah. and all this stuff was happening. But the way it was it's structured and stuff is just so archaic and yeah. it doesn't make sense for the world the way that it is now it doesn't actually prepare you for getting a job mm. after like um the way that they teach and stuff too like the people that they get to teach how yeah. they deliver the material like you're really paying for the prestige of going to university not for an actual proper education yeah. um and then he ended up anyways it's a long story but right now he's also doing this programming course that's like super modern way more practical way more practical yeah. like it's 
outstanding technology and stuff because everything's online right mm. so he does it three days a week and they've got this amazing software with like great lecturers and everything's on video after that you can watch after they have different um groups that you're a part of that have uh, online virtual rooms yeah, so you yeah. can ask there's like a teacher for every group yeah. so you've got your one teacher teaching and then there's like three like tas basically who can answer any questions you have right. while the lecture is going on like it's so modern it's so great they do an internship at the end of the year where everyone gets placed and does a one-month internship and then you get a job like that's awesome it's just really <laughs> cool right and like yeah. that's the future how things should be <laughs> like that's how you yeah. should, things should be optimized they should make sense they should prepare you for what you're actually going to do yeah. right and it's expensive but it's not as expensive as four plus years yeah. or whatever completing this other degree that doesn't prepare you yeah. in any way for those things yeah. which is just crazy so like that's like another example of these like archaic systems that are starting to be debunked and mm. demyth and people complain about millennials and Oh, yeah, they don't know how to entitled. work hard. They don't know all this kind of stuff, but they know how, how to, to not, smart. yeah, how to work <laughs> smart, and and I think also not take shit. Yeah. So it's they, like not, yeah, it's not taking the bullshit. It's they just like, won't oh. put up with something yeah. that doesn't make sense. And you know, if they have a boss, not everyone. This is a generalization, mm -hmm. but like, if they, yeah, have a boss that shit, or you know, it, what's the incentive for them for, to work at this one company for the next five years, yeah. or it's like any of that? Because there of isn't thing. that power where it's like this one company rules the world. Yeah, and, like, this is the only you. way you'll ever yeah. make it. Then they just quit and they start their own company. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go and like you see articles about it all the time. It's like yeah. oh, so and so makes twenty grand a month now, like after they started their jewelry yeah. business because they quit their like corporate job um because they just try they try things yeah. and then they're not afraid to fail they're not so worried about um that like impression or the ego yeah. or you know or their resume the kind of like. things that you like our parents yeah. um were brought up to fear yeah and yeah i feel like we're kind of the transition between the two so we've kind of got our foot in, in the, the door, door of both yeah. but it's really refreshing to see and i think it's really cool to see what direction that we're headed in yeah. and it's like it, again it's like the equalizer the great equalizer the leveler mm. and um if anyone's seen on tiktok the guy nathan apodaca who did the sun-kissed cranberry skateboarding like dreams video with fleetwood mac so if you haven't seen it look it up um just type in like dreams fleetwood mac tiktok cranberry or yeah. tiktok <laughs> and so this guy was like driving his truck to work and his work broke down and he like works in a factory like doing whatever and he's got a tiktok and he's not like a 12 year old on tiktok he's like 40 something <laughs> yeah. like american guy and so his truck broke down on the highway and then he decided he would just skateboard down the highway to work <laughs> and he had this like big jug of cranberry sun-kissed uh juice, juice. <laughs> and then he decided to film himself just like beautifully cruising. like cruising down drinking a sunkiss cranberry and and mouthing the lyrics to the dreams uh fleetwood mac song and then he posted on tiktok went into work like clocked in did his day <laughs> or whatever came out and then was like holy shit because you know hundreds of thousands of people had already started watching yeah, it and then it, it became like millions of yeah millions and like fleetwood mac have all done like their own versions yeah. of it and it's been and copied so many like, times gave him a truck or something yeah they gave yeah. him a red, red sunkiss yeah. truck um, and it's just great because it's like this guy who, you know, he's not like even the demographic show. of what you yeah. think is on tick of no. who's on TikTok. Like it's just anyone, you know, anyone. He 
he represented they said like this moment of peace and and free will and In and the, nonchalant yeah. like just like enjoying carefree the yeah. yeah and in a really simple beautiful way yeah. that like really resonated with the whole world especially during this, this year time. and it's like yeah you know what like fuck it everyone yeah. let's just get on our skateboards drink some cranberry <laughs> juice and cruise <laughs> down the highway oh. and sing some classic tunes so that's what i mean is like everyone's has a fair ad- advantage now it's like yeah. it's everyone's platform it's not just oh only tom cruise and so and yeah. so and then we it's all like look the up to these people world. it's no. no it's like anyone can have a voice if they want yeah. to and we all have this equal opportunity and there's something really beautiful in that i think it's like everyone's more it is more level than everyone's just a person because even the celebrities are on instagram doing the same stuff that we are and yeah. just like instagram storying their and have lives to compete and in the same way that yeah. someone else would for your attention yeah. right so okay should we get into the categories yeah I think let's go with work because we're already kind of talking about that. Yeah, it's huge. But um, yeah, I think especially with COVID, one of the big ones has been like the fact that for so long they've been like, you have to work in an office. Like working from home is a privilege that you can only afford. This like, has every literally once in been the bane of my existence. Yeah. And anyone who knows me knows I hate working in an office. And I've had real issues well, with that it in huge the past. Leap for you was like your last contract in Sydney where you asked if you could work. What was it? Two yeah, days before from I home? accepted the contract, yeah. I said, I want to be able to work two days from home. And I felt really like, oh you, my God, yeah, is this like, too much to ask too for? Um, and it wasn't normal at this workplace. No. It wasn't part of their culture or anything. It's a big media company. And they agreed, which is amazing. Yeah. And they actually were so, like, my boss, they were like championed me doing that, I think, which was so cool. Um, and made me not feel guilty about it ever and it and I felt guilty about it even though I (laughs) asked for it and so like that was one of the things where I had to learn how to own it and be like I remember at the beginning you were like you got it but then you were like I don't know how to say which days days (laughs) am I supposed to work from home or what or this and that or if if they I remember at the beginning that they'd be like oh well we're gonna have a meeting on Thursday and Thursday was like a work from home day I'd be like oh I can come in yeah but they're like no it's fine we'll just do it through video and I was like yeah you know what I need to be more like that yeah which it was later but um but yeah covid has just proven that everyone can work from home and yeah i read this great article in the sydney morning herald where they were saying what's going to happen when people are supposed to start going back into the office Mm -hmm. right um and that there could be this basically like a rebellion because all the people who are doing these even just a half hour commute or like an hour commute or a two hour commute which a lot of people do sydney people do like yeah, like two hours. They'll both come ways from like sometimes. real, like yeah, yeah, like a train, a train ride two hours away or something. Um, and I know in Toronto, our dad had like what a three-hour commute yeah. every day that for yeah. thirty plus years. Um, but yeah, they're saying now that people have had that taste, right, yeah. <laughs> where they like see the sun, you know, come up and go down. They get to exercise before and, and after work. They get to hang out with their kids. They get to, yeah. you know, enjoy the place that they paid to live in. Um, just and have they, a more flexible, like you can eat when you want to, yes. or like go to the bathroom when it, like just and eat what you want to yeah. too, right? Cook at home. You're saving money. You're not spending all that money on commuting and stuff, and the stress that comes with that, um, and having to dress up and all of that kind of stuff. And now also proving how productive it can be, mm. and that whole companies can work in that way. And I think I talked about it in the last one. My friend who works for Google and all of Google is. Environ. Um, they're all in Byron right now yeah. so they've all moved up Byron like for fun so not all together as a group but it just so <laughs> happens they're all up there but um 
yeah, I don't think they have to go back to the office until like next year, June or July or something. Yeah, I think and a I, lot of bigger companies have made it sometime next year. Yeah. So I guess it already is almost next year. Wow. <laughs> if that's how things are going, then like, why do they ever have to go back in some ways? Yeah. Right. And yeah, it's just, it's shifted this whole thing that we thought, like even we yeah. thought last year was that's just how things are. Um, and even with the company that I started working at, one of my concerns was that I wouldn't be able to work from home, yeah. like in the same way, even though it's like such a nice company yeah. and so relaxed and stuff. I still, and also still so close to my house, I still wanted to be able to work from home. And now we just, we work from home all the time. That's yeah, it. Well, my company It's completely Sydney shifted. Was a tech company and they were still so like weird about working. From, like they really discouraged it. But now they've all been working from home for like, half a year and are into next year and it's like okay obviously it wasn't actually and so if we hadn't had covid we never like this was coming Mm. but it would have taken decades to get to this place and so now we've had this kind of someone's put pushed fast forward it's also forced all the companies to actually put in like telecommunication stuff for like zoom meetings and different stuff which like they oh no wouldn't have all done (laughs) for sure um so yeah that's been a huge like mindset change where you realize all of a sudden like all of a sudden the thing that seems so normal and just a part of it and this thing you mm-hmm. had to accept like you wouldn't really question it is now like that was crazy mm-hmm. i can't believe i commuted two hours every day into the city got dressed like, did all this stuff box. like to, <laughs> yeah and and like spent all this money right like every time i go into work i spend at least 20 bucks yeah. like a day or whatever um and then yeah and when we don't have to and so now people are going to feel differently about it having to go back and do that it doesn't make sense but then also um it's interesting because they were saying like a lot of the cities are becoming kind of ghost towns Mm, because people are moving out and they're not there during the day right so like the cafes like all of that hustle bustle is just it's changing right it's delocalized Okay, next we're going to talk about family. So I think like like we were saying earlier, pretty much everyone I know now has been to like counselors or psychologists and is like working in the through, last few months. Yeah. yeah, and is like working through their stuff. And I feel like we're kind of the first generation where that's more acceptable and Definitely. like emphasized and realized that so much stuff is like trauma that's gone through generations and like our parents are just people who have their own issues and like you need to work on your issues so you don't pass them down onto your kids Mm -hmm. and you can break that cycle and I think none of that was like anywhere it wasn't even heard of like no and now it's so common and so to talk about publicly out loud like it's not something to hide or anything like that it's totally accepted the big shift for a lot of people I know is that it's like when you get to the point where you can see your parents kind of as the children so it's that dynamic shifts and instead of always being upset with them or you know that whole thing holding you know there's like hundreds of movies because i was just watching some of the christmas movies on (laughs) netflix but like where the you go back home and then you're like oh i've got to deal with my family this christmas or thanksgiving or whatever it is and there's like all those tropes like that have been in movies and stuff forever but i feel like now so many people are learning why their parents act the way they do or believe the things that they said or what happened with their parents and their parents and when you start to like have that sympathy and 
the perspective yeah. and all of that stuff you you see your parents as the children that they were and a lot of people from that generation almost have a, stunt, a stunted growth I which I know it. if our parents listening they're going to be upset probably that we said that but it's not just them it's like everyone well, I think from that the generation attitude was also just like get over it emotions are weakness like blah, yeah blah, blah. and it's like, like okay um you're an adult now you got a yeah. house you got married you have kids you're an adult that's it you, you just do responsibilities and that's yeah. it like um but it wasn't like how do you be an adult emotionally and mm. and learn how to understand why you have certain reactions and why you deal how you deal with certain things and how you're gonna end up parenting and all of that kind of stuff whereas like that just people weren't doing that no and now they are now that's just a part of like the the public discourse and stuff so it's yeah it's really changing things and it's going to be interesting to see what our next generation of kids are based on this like yeah on this self-awareness for sure well and even all the like i guess more celebrity fads of like conscious uncoupling and that stuff like it's it is a new way to to do that and to like yeah yeah, well, and what you were saying, like, when you watch Gilmore Girls and stuff, and then mm. you saw how they were acting in their relationships, yeah, and like it just... The dysfunctionality. It's like, so... <laughs> seems weird now. Like, yeah. oh, are people still doing that? Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so one of the things, too, is if, if you haven't seen this yet, on Instagram, the holistic psychologist oh, is I one of the most her. popular um, Instagram accounts around that kind yeah. of content, and... It's just great. So if you're not seeing a psychologist or a counselor or whatever it is, Follow just go look her. at the holistic psychologist yeah. post and I'm sure something will resonate with you. It's really beautifully I feel like written. 99% of them resonate with me. Yeah, and it's just good and stuff to really send your friends and yeah. stuff and make you think about yourself and what you're doing. Yeah, and a lot it makes you realize I think a lot of your conditioning too, like Yeah. yeah. Um and then also if we come to romance, right? Mm-hmm. Like and that idea of like relationships and all that kind of stuff um this idea of like finding a lifetime partner like people always will want to do that and stuff but like from my friends and stuff in toronto and your friends most of them aren't like don't have kids aren't married it's a very different like and we're all in our 30s yeah Yeah. and now like my friends are now in their mid to like late 30s most of my friends I don't even think that many of them are married. There's a few that have started having kids and like getting married, but it's not the majority yet. Yeah. And like, this is the kind of thing where you thought everyone before, like, by 30, you would uh, have. Yeah. 10 years yeah. ago, I would have thought everyone was going to be completely, Just completely settled. And, yeah. Shacked yeah. up in that way. I mean, but they are settled in certain ways, but yeah. But like, I mean, like in the house with two kids. Yeah. And like, um, yeah. and things have just changed. Like it is They've changing. Really there's changed. a different kind of. Yeah. There's still the pressure and stuff, oh, but it's yeah. a different. It's a different timeline for sure. It definitely is, and even just with I, f- I feel like with online dating, like the fact that online dating has become so normal within the span of however many years. Because we we did our yeah. recent podcast on it, and when I started, it was probably six years ago, and it was still like oh taboo, like oh, and now it's like everything everyone does like it's just interesting to see when well, you don't approach and, people in person no, which is the yeah weird which part, is weird but, but um yeah and even just all the different types of relationships like there's just so much more out there there's so much change yeah um for me too like when i was single i was really thinking because i loved 
my life in so yeah. many ways and my freedom and because I have been married before when I was yeah. in my 20s and stuff too and I was really questioning what do I want do I actually a, want yeah. to find a partner what like do like if I find someone that I want to settle down with like what is my life going to look like then and will, will I be compromising in some ways mm-hmm. and like what will I be missing out and I have found like a lot of stuff like people that I know and stuff are a lot of people are going through the same kind of thing yeah where they're like do I really need this other person in yeah, my life like questioning the the paradigm the yeah. dynamic, all of that kind of stuff and for me like I wanted to have a family which you can do on your own too yeah. I know lots of people who are doing that as well but I wanted to I think the issues that I've had in my lifetime that I need to work mm. on and that I'm still like working on now is come out so much more in a relationship than they would on my own oh yeah like in a good way yeah. so I feel like for me like being in a relationship is just something that I it's more personal growth it's like challenging in in a way that I want and so I felt like for me if I didn't look for someone to be with then it would would be more I would be it would be more me avoiding the conflict of having to grow in that way well they say the relationship is a mirror for yourself but for some people I really do truly think they don't actually need it yeah yeah and like feeling like you have to do that is also like an old paradigm yeah but yeah for me I was like it's just something that I feel like has been really good yeah to figure this out even further for sure (laughs) and yeah I think just the whole idea of relationships in general like when I got into my last relationship I had a lot of those things where I was like oh like because I feel like I'm am pretty independent and I've been single a lot and like have a great life and was like am I going to be sacrificing stuff but I had to keep reminding myself that my relationship was my relationship and I could build it the way that I want to yeah. like build it tenfold like just like we're building our lives but you f- can forget that because there has been this accepted paradigm of like what a relationship should look like and like so many things like that that you're like oh but this is what normal should be or this is what yeah. everyone else mm-hmm. does but I think more and more people are questioning that and I've heard on other podcasts and stuff about like couples who like live in separate houses or like married people who yeah, have or like have their own rooms or do this or do that we because listen that's to just, the same podcast yeah because <laughs> that's just what like works for some people and I think that's becoming more acceptable and yeah to people make are just things, doing things your differently. own the way yeah. that they are gonna work the best and that's the same thing with raising kids and stuff and being a parent too I like I've got a bit of PTSD from <laughs> Tori and I took care of two kids like for over 10 years like multiple times a week like we're part of the family and it's like they're like a great family and great kids and stuff but I felt like in high school and in early like I'd already done that like I'd already been a parent I'd already I'm like if I have to walk to the park like dragging that wagon one more time or like do any of those things I'm so used to it was like nice to have a break for as long as I did and not be a parent in that way um which is so funny and and, uh yeah so that was the kind of thing where I had to think oh like is that what being a parent is and I'm gonna I'm going back to that thing and it kind of reminds me a bit of like being in (laughs) suburbia and being at home in your house all the time and 
eating all the snacks in the cupboard and <laughs> like waiting for the day oh, to be God, done, yeah. like your husband to get home or something, you know, there's like just this whole thing. And like, even like how we grew up with our parents yeah. and stuff. And, and I didn't want to do that again in some ways. Yeah. I feel like I forgot about that part of my life for a while. Yeah. Well, there's this certain, and in movies that I've watched and stuff about being a mom in suburbia or, yeah. or those kinds of things. Well, that you I just saw like, This Is 40 on Netflix again. And I remember that movie made me feel really like, oh, oh is that what coming? life is? Yeah. <laughs> and now I, yeah, I'm happy that I have created a life that I'm excited about and that yeah. I enjoy every day. And then having a kid now too is going to be interesting to see how I integrate that I guess and how that works and yeah. if I well, just, just fall into like yeah. the things that I know from my past or if I can create my own system and my yeah. own feelings and my own way that it works I think that's going to be so cool to see yeah and I create. I've got some really great people on Facebook and stuff that are having kids or have had kids that yeah. have done things differently and so yeah. that's really refreshing and interesting to see yeah just like yeah the, and like um, and th that's the thing that we were talking about before where things were siloed and you didn't have any other examples yeah. so you only saw what was two feet in front of you and now yeah. we can reach all over the globe it's true i think like instagram and stuff gets a bad rap all the time because like people are like oh it's makes you feel bad about your life but i think there's it just depends who you follow and it's like how you, you follow, use it yeah. it's a tool yeah and there's a lot of accounts that i follow where i'm like oh i feel like i want to raise my children it that helps way me too, reinforce like yeah. uh, the positivity and and just and show you there's other my vision. ways yeah 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 and the next one is health so there's like what we were talking about with mental health and stuff and how yeah. like taking care of your mental health is so important now and people talk about it and before it seemed like yeah because it wasn't a physical thing it didn't exist yeah. but now that's like something just like the fifth dimension that has become a a real live thing. thing well before it would be like you'd just be like the crazy person yeah like, <laughs> you don't want to admit you have any like mental weakness now it's something that is supposed to be taken yeah. care of and maintained and addressed and and watched and stuff and one of the other things i was thinking about is uh how i feel like fitness is changing a lot mm. and it's becoming like not cool to talk about wanting to be skinny or like yeah, or like your have body a in, or, in those certain yeah. ways and stuff, and like so obviously, so many people are still obsessive. Yeah. It's like your secret obsession is like are, are those things in your mind and stuff, and mm. how and how you look or whatever. Like that's obviously still going on, especially you see that on Instagram. But there is a shift happening where it's not okay to for that to be the norm. Yeah, and that's really cool, and so that keeps changing. It I follow like quite a few, I feel like body positive people on Instagram and I find it really motivational and inspiring because they just show themselves like normal bodies where they like have fat rolls or have cellulite or have this or have that. And But like, is it those fake, I hate when not, people do the like, not the fake I ones. have fat yeah, rolls. No, it's not the like fitness <laughs> fake ones. Yeah. It's like just like regular, more regular people. But um, it's just nice because like you'd never or see it's like that they in, like, post the pictures and, that you wouldn't yeah you normally wouldn't choose to post because yeah. it wouldn't be the the one and but just like showing that you can also live a great fulfilled yeah. life any way that you look yeah. as long as you own it exactly 
which I know sounds cheesy, but it is true. true. And it does affect you to see that. Like the same with like seeing lots of different races on TV now. Yeah. I've noticed in so many TV shows I've been watching in the last year, they put a different oh, people in. Yeah. I saw a, it was like a the main girl and like the the mean popular guy was Indian or something. And oh, I was like, yeah, in the oh, Hubie Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Like, and there's yeah. lots of things. Like, it wasn't just that. Well, it actually wasn't the one I was thinking of. There's oh, something. Yeah. But stuff like that's so cool. And like seeing different relationships and stuff, like interracial relationships. Yeah. And you realize when you see it on screen and, and it does register that you like, haven't oh, seen haven't. it before. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things that I'm like, our brains are starting to shift. And that's so nice. Definitely. Um, and then, yeah, so like with the body stuff, it's just really cool. And I think this emphasis on like fitness for your health and for feeling strong and, yeah. and like something to gain, not something to yeah. lose. Like it's like these messages that are it's, getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. And it's like for your mental health and your well-being and for like all that stuff. And yeah. Not, not and like, a punishment. can I do a pull up? Like, yeah. look at me. How many push ups can I do? Like that kind of stuff is yeah. really fun. And yeah, it's just changing us for the better definitely and then i think the last one that we want to talk about was just quick is like this whole i guess home and living situation mm. and how a lot of people don't own houses like in the metropolitan areas that we know that we've come from and that like we yeah. we've lived in and stuff and because it's so prohibitively expensive in a lot of <laughs> ways right it's like such a big commitment and you don't always get a lot of yeah. bang for your buck or you have to move really far away out of the city and then have and before have a long commute right mm -hmm. to make it worth it um and it's just created this different culture where people are spending their money in different ways and not adhering to yeah like the same structure that our parents did before yeah. um and like yeah just with like van life <laughs> yeah like, like if what you we're listen to our podcast yeah, with their like friend josh, josh and jess um, they rented a camper van and like traveled. A, they've been living out of it for like the last three months. And yeah. we know so many other people who've been doing that as well. Yeah, well. I met this guy recently who has his own business and has had it forever and super successful. And he's, I think he's just renting now, but he just bought this huge camping like truck, which is like a monster <laughs> truck of camping and has been like driving it around and working from there. And I have a feeling he might just like let go of his place and just be in his van. Well, why not? Yeah. yeah. And then there's people who are buying or building tiny houses, then they're putting it on rented land mm. um, and just living more eco-friendly and sustainably uh, and just having less responsibility and enjoying their life more and not being a slave to the structure. Like yeah. the, It's not the structure. It's, what do you call it? The system. Sis yeah, the system. <laughs> I forget already because we're not in it. Hey, no. <laughs> it doesn't exist in the fifth dimension. Uh, but yeah, things are definitely changing. And then also with things like Bitcoin and stuff, which I know a lot of people roll their eyes at, but I've met. So if you go to Bali, it's like half the people in Bali are living off of their Bitcoin investments yeah. and stuff and, yeah. and how they do stuff. And also um, I'm part of... Uh, the Zinja Bank in yeah. Australia, which yeah. is like this great all online. It's all through an app bank that has like the best interest rates and stuff mm -hmm. for savings accounts. And they do everything in a totally different, like transparent way. And it's really like a company for the now. Right. And yeah. there's a lot of companies trying like new companies coming in and 
and basing themselves off of what I would describe as like the fifth dimension yeah. principles now. Uh, and a lot of people like kind of poo poo, I guess those yeah. things or they're like, Oh, whatever. But I think there's always the fear of that. And then those things become the new. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's not Bitcoin forever or later, yeah, but yeah. it's like, this is how it starts. Right. And yeah. then it morphs into something. Cause like it, it will, it, it will, will eventually yeah. <laughs> lead the way just, yeah. just like other things have in the past. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. There's like all this election craziness and all the craziness that we've talked about, but I think just know that there's this collective change and shift going on and it is hard to like realize it or see it clearly because it's, it's small in ways or it's like incremental. But when you lay it out, like we just did, you can see that there's really things are changing. Like just it's a shift. Yeah. It's like a new framework and a new, just a new level. And so maybe it's the fifth dimension, yeah. maybe it's not. But, but whatever, there's this collective movement towards something, I think, more open and more, yeah. yeah. And I think one of the things, I don't know if we've really talked about it, though, but we have talked about mm. it, like, off off mic, yeah. is what's happening with Trump and Biden. Like, everyone, we all know, like, it's it's like... It's a big joke in a lot yeah. of ways, but it's unfortunate because obviously it's not actually a joke, yeah. like, but it's so comical in like what's happening and mm -hmm. it's so absurd. And for me, I take it as there's an issue with the system yeah. in America, right? And that system has been living off of this archaic, like archaic ideas and yeah. archaic structure and stuff for so long. And what's happening in the elections and the leaders and all of those kinds of things is just, it's showing you like the rot. It's yeah. showing you what's wrong yeah. with that system and how, you know, at the end of the day, like the quote unquote, most powerful country in the world, who the two candidates running <laughs> are I, like senile old I men, watched, like, white two minutes rich men, of the like, debate. And I was like, uh, like it literally is like a Simpsons episode come yeah. to life and you're and like this is what America is <laughs> if something is actually that ridiculous at that point and that just fart farcical like yeah. it's just uh, I don't know it's just like it it's the beginning of the end yeah. right it's gonna and implode on itself like I, yeah it's scary how that will happen and I'm yeah. like I feel like my heart goes out to everyone in America yeah. and in Canada who are super close to it and like what's happening. But, um, I think, I guess all we can hope is that it's the beginning of like all of these change. other great things that we've yeah. been talking about and all these amazing smart millennials who are so yeah. switched on and, and won't take that bullshit. Right. And won't just like listen to whatever's whatever to their elders yeah. said. And that was it. Like they're going to create this new world and that's what's happening now. And, and you always have to have that big bang before you can yeah you can see what comes out what <laughs> rises from from underneath right so here's hoping that like we're at the end of that big bang yeah. <laughs> it's gonna bang and then the good stuff can can start popping up right um yeah so i hope that that we'll see that very yeah, soon and that this will too. just be a blip of like craziness <laughs> that we look back on and go whoa but like look realize, what came of yeah. it yeah look what came of it i think so um and so i wanted to read this email that i got like a few weeks or like a few months ago or something mm. that i sent to tori and it's this like she's really woo woo and she's really wacky and like a little bit crazy or cuckoo 
Um, but also she, she's just, she's got some great truth and it's the, I think it's called the love life podcast that I used to listen to a few years ago. Um, and there's like over a hundred episodes and it's her and this other woman, it's two Australian women. And so she's, a, I think she's like a psychic, but she was also a journalist or something. And then the other woman is like a relationship counselor. Um, anyways, and they had this podcast that's actually just really great and mm. It's a good, it would be a good thing to listen to in COVID, even though it's, they don't even make episodes anymore. Yeah. But anyways, I'm still subscribed to her mailing list. And so she wrote this thing that I thought was just a really beautiful way to describe what's been happening in 2020, right? And I'm just going to read this as our final thing tonight. So oh, her name is Rebecca Detman. <laughs> and I'll, obviously, like with everything, um, everything that I've read, so far on tonight's podcast, I'm going to post on our show notes yeah. on the website. So go to the website to go if you want to do a bit more reading on it and just see what we've been getting up to. Um, okay, so uh, I'm sure we all agree that in all the years we've been alive, there has never been a year like 2020. We can feel its energy inside our hearts and bodies, pushing us to integrate any remaining sludge from our pasts. This is the year that both individually and globally outdated beliefs are spectacularly imploding. Truth is rising to the surface. Long-term structures are crumbling. The vibration of the new earth is uncompromising. People, situations who are currently defaulting to fear, anger, violence, collapse, illness, or de defiance are highlighting where vibrations are not in alignment with the rising mother earth values of the new grid. I, AKA the fifth dimension. Um, souls who have a long history of grappling with their own personal power and energetic boundaries are finding 2020's changes particularly challenging. Anyone who is not comfortable feeling earthly, grounded, and anchored in their body and the third dimensional now moment is going to try to escape more than ever through higher, flaky, mental, spiritual realms. The new earth, however, is very earthy. It is vegetables and community gardens and eco-domes and outdoor schools and nature play and ethical companies and honest relationships. It has a 1960s hobby farm hippie vibe that demands slow, simple living. Going forward, you will feel deeper levels of soul contentment if your professional pursuits are ethical and on purpose. Bake your own bread, pick flowers, pour your own candles, heal the planet. Weave hemp cloth, keep beehives, barter and swap these things with your it's neighbors. It's funny because that's what everyone's been doing in COVID. It's, <laughs> yeah. so it's so true. Is the new earth about being spiritual? No. It's about being conscious, caring, and heart-led. It's about prioritizing now moment connections with people in nature. Getting consumed in 2D screens, info junk, um, about conspiracy theories, 5G, all of that kind of stuff, lower vibrational information outlets is unhelpful at best and spiritual bypassing at worst. The more attention we give to false spirituality and false prophets, the more they dominate us. This is the first basic lesson of the universe, that external fear and control is an illusion. Ooh. Yeah, so... It's not if you don't turn into a spiritual woo-woo guide, then yeah. you're not going to ascend into this fifth dimension and everyone else is getting left behind. It's that we are getting back in touch with our roots. Getting back to basics. Getting back to our hearts and our yeah. minds and the earth. Yeah. And just 
what human connection is and not being alone anymore and figuring things out. Okay, we're going to do a little calming, closing (laughs) exercise for you. But before we get into that, um, we just want to say if you are a regular listener, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and a rating because that would really be wonderful. Yeah. And uh, yeah, people like our friends and stuff will write us really great things like after certain episodes. But if you could just put it. On, <laughs> out there that would be great <laughs> the we're trying to like gather all that stuff yeah. up and like get things going and and grow our audience as well so it's about time um so yeah if you could rate review and follow us on instagram and facebook yeah. um instagram we're at tnfld underscore mm-hmm. tenfold right um on facebook we're just at tenfold, tenfold tnfld yeah. that's it so yeah give us a follow we've got lots of great content that we put out pretty regularly so yeah Okay, so just to calm our systems down, and because it's definitely bedtime, it's 10, 12 p.m. It's way (laughs) past our normal bedtime. Yeah, (laughs) we're just going to do three ohms together, and we hope that you guys join in. I think it'd be great if we could do like a worldwide ohm right now. I feel like we could all use it. So let's begin. Live free, live tenfold. Good night. We love you. Love you.